So the mayor of Portland got punched in the face by Antifa. No, it's not a recording. Uh, that, that, that happened last night. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. It's because Antifa is violent. They're violent. That's what they do. It's who they are. See, with Antifa, it happens with such regularity. Hey, you got, you've been inured to it. When Trump supporters do it, you're like, wow. Because it is, it is shocking and surprising. For sure. Uh, the uh, mayor is out to, to dinner, and this guy comes up to him with a camera. I wish I could play it for you, but we just oh. saw it, and there's just not enough time to edit it up. Screaming, yelling at him, camera in his face. You are going to be made to feel like the scum you are. Blank you, blank you, shame on you. And then once Scott calls him by his middle name, we're never going to forget you, Tevis, ever. I hope you enjoy your little wine. He's there with, I don't know if it's his wife, girlfriend, I don't know I don't know who the woman is, maybe, maybe just a friend uh, for all I know. The footage ends, and then he gets uh, punched. Right? He didn't get punched in the face, got punched in, in, in the shoulder. One of the people who was there is this woman named Tracy Lynn Molina. Right? Because she's, well, she's done this before. It's what she does. She attacks people she doesn't like. This... Ongoing conversation. You know, I feel bad that, that that so much of today is is dedicated to this, but there's a lot of pieces to to break down, right? There's a lot of stuff to go over. And and one of the the, the biggest pieces that that I've hit on in multiple ways is uh, we can put an end to this idea of unity, not because I don't want it, but because they don't want it. I want to live my life. They want me fired, and they want you destroyed. Do you see the difference? I want them to live their lives. Lives. I want me to live my life. I want you to live your life. They want me fired and they want you destroyed and compliant. There's the difference. It's who they are. And it, it's not something that leads to unity. You heard uh, Speaker Pelosi, right? She's demanding that uh, Mike Pence and the cabinet enact the 25th Amendment and get rid of Donald Trump for these last days. Now, Donald Trump has already said, all right, it's it's over. There'll be a smooth transition of power. We're good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What Donald Trump does not understand is that the damage is done. The question will be what damage is done and how will that affect him long term? I want to get into that with you because it's it's so, so incredibly important. I also want to get into where do we go from here. We'll do that in a moment. Let's talk about Trump's legacy. I made the statement after the election that even out of the White House, Trump gets stronger, right? It's very much an Obi-Wan kind of thing. He would be stronger. No, um, No constraints of the White House? Can you imagine he was constrained before? Of course, the Newsmaxes of the world, the One Americas, others would be clamoring for him. He'll start Trump TV. Some people said maybe he'll get into radio. Donald Trump couldn't do radio if his life depended on it. Do you know what this takes to do three hours a day? 
the the research, the study, the 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 commitment to it. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you right now, no, he could not, and don't tell me he could. Now, Mike Pence could do radio three hours a day, and may I suggest he goes on from nine to noon. <laughs> right? Ah, uh, don't you even, don't you even think it, Mike Pence? I, you want to see a riot? But what has happened over the last thirty days? And I say the last thirty days, give or take, because he has made missteps. The two rules of Trumpism is the first rule uh, Trump wins, and the second rule is that a deal can always be made as long as it adheres to the first rule of Trumpism. Now, that doesn't mean he has won everything. It means what he has been able to do is spin things in a way that make him look, feel, or be able to exclaim victory. It's very hard to do when you lose an election. Now, you're saying to me, Tony, what about this? What about that with the other? I agree with you. But I know how things can be fought. And I believe in fighting them in a way that works with the system because I am not in a place that I am prepared to burn down the system, which is why I have opposed any conversation regarding civil war, because you people ain't ready. You don't even know what it means. We have no concept regarding uh, the loss of life, the pain, we're, we're not ready as a nation at all. I shouldn't say you're not ready, we're not ready. No way. But it's one thing to say, you know, this election is stolen. Well, you know, they, they acted duplicitously and, and here we are, right? It's another thing to realize that your legal team made challenge after challenge that went nowhere. And then say, keep going. This is good. Because it wasn't good. I'm saying that some of the challenges have absolute value. They just didn't work. It's not. Some of the challenges were just fine. But you kept allowing these people around you to make you look bad. Don't kid yourself on this one. I have long discussed President Trump in the way I discuss MMA, mixed martial arts. The leg kick, to me, is the most devastating move. Don't get me wrong, there are a couple submissions I would never want to be in. But the leg kick. And I equate self-inflicted wounds to leg kicks because it's never one leg kick that takes a fighter out. It is the accumulation of leg kicks to the fighter where the fighter is no longer able to get in their stance, no longer able to plant their feet, engage the turn, get the torque from the hips, and deliver a punch. Those leg kicks, the culmination thereof, create an inability to have a core, to have strength, to have stability, to have a center of gravity just does that's why it's so incredible when you can see after you all of a sudden realize that this guy is too tired in the leg to defend and those leg kicks are just going to keep coming and the guy can't stand he's got to take it to the ground one way or another and hope and hope president trump over the last 30 days has given himself a lot of leg kicks through his team and through his own actions now there is no doubt when we talk about trump's legacy 
that I will look at his presidency and see a lot of good things, a lot of things that um, have uh, have helped the nation. Now, some people on the political left will never see it. I have no time for them. It doesn't matter. Justices and conversations about China and taxation and the removal of regulation, all good and valuable, smart things. But this event yesterday, and we're going to see how it plays out. It might play out a little differently a week from now than it does today. There's a question of his legacy. There's going to be a question of whether or not groups like the Newsmaxes of the world really want him to be a part of it. Maybe there's going to be a nice big base of people for Trump, but most people are going to be like, you know what, do it over there. And he's going to have to do it in a more offshoot kind of way. Well, Tony, you're saying the establishment's going to win. Maybe. But the only reason the establishment could win is because Donald Trump made the choice not to win. And maybe that was his plan. Maybe, like so many things we've seen with Donald Trump, this just blows right over. And everything that you're seeing today and people calling for the 25th Amendment and, oh, you got to impeach him and, oh, this and, oh, that and people resigning, that's just what they do because they virtue signal and it's, and it's meaningless in the long run. I am not so sure how meaningless this past month has been. I am not so sure that his legacy, even with those who have supported him, holds him strong. I should say it differently. He could have held a lot stronger and could have been much more impactful. I believe that's actually going to stay. We'll find out if I'm right. I'm Tony Katz.